Welcome back, Bills fans, fans of the game, fans of losing. The Bills season is over, but have no fear because we have more football. And if you're a fan of the game, if you're a fan of football, if you're a fan of being a friend, if you're a fan of warriorhood, if you're a fan of being a leader, you know that not all teams come out on top. One team will come out on top. It wasn't the Buffalo Bills, so we're going to turn the page on 2022. We got our shirts in the mail. We did donate to the cause, chasing millions. Allegedly, the money's going to the uh, first responders in that hospital in Cincinnati. So we're grateful to be here. We're grateful to be shooting on a sunny Saturday morning here in the Elmwood Village. And we're going to talk a little football. We're going to close the door on the Bills season. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more on the future, later date. But we're going to give everybody some time to heal. Because that's what you should do. Take some time to heal. It's been a weird year. A lot of... A lot of trauma for anyone involved with this Bills season. But we're used to this. This is not something new to us. Winning would be something new to us. Three-time division champion, Buffalo Bills. We're going to try and keep the hijinks to a minimal, not get too negative and toxic. We'll just wrap up five quick, quick things. And then we will kick it over to the final four. I got some thoughts on quarterbacking and what it means to see these four particular individuals in the final four and looking forward to a beautiful, beautiful future of quarterbacking in the NFL. And we'll pick them, you know. We didn't do too well last week, to be honest with you. Uh, Joe Burrow is that good, I will say, right here in the open. Obviously, last week I stated he's not that good. Well, the data says he is. He's moving on. So let's get right into it. Joe Burrow was that good last Sunday. Woo-wee. I hate that segment on Good Morning Football with Devin McCourty where they make him continuously scream out, Woo-wee. But I just said it on my podcast, so it's working. What do we think, Bills fans? Drown your sorrows in the comments. Really want to hear what you think. Want to hear what you might want to think. Season's coming to an end. We got some irons in the fire as far as content goes. But if you like what I do here on Blue Mafia, hit me up in the comments. Let me know what you want to hear about in the off season. Um, if you've had any fun watching, listening. You know, we've done a lot of different things over the years with the podcast. Me and my boy Matt uh, Z, we did Reg in the Zoo in the studio, up in the studio with my dudes. Uh, I've done a little bit of the Try and Times stuff, which, as you may or may not know, I've got a blog that started in the pandemic that's just sort of dedicated to mental health and overcoming this weird world we're in, a.k.a. the Try and Times, based off of Danny DeVito's character in Always Sunny. Uh, where he turns around in a limousine and asks, can I offer you an egg in your trying time? So I've done a little bit of that stuff on the podcast uh, as far as the trying times. Might do a little bit of that. We've got some irons in the fire with some local local 
talent and brand. Uh, we'll keep that on the DL for now, but we got some stuff in the in the works. And this summer, I'm certainly gonna get out and do some journalism type interviews. That's gonna be uh, the launch of that venture. So we'll see. Keep your eyes peeled as we step off the field for the off season. Maybe we'll do some music, talk some music, um, you know, maybe some movies. There's just so much stuff out there that I hate to, you know, speak on things that I don't feel as invested or uh, a somewhat wannabe expert on, you know, football. It's something I know a lot about, but I know a good amount about music and I know a good about amount about life and overcoming adversity, storytelling. So, you know, I appreciate everybody listening to Blue Mafia. This was a, a season two of covering the Bills and talking football. We're not going to stop. Next year we'll be back, of course. But we'll see what happens, you know. We'll see. Maybe we'll do one more of these next week. But don't be afraid if you've gotten at all used to listening to me on Saturdays or if you're expecting something on Saturdays, we're probably going to keep it up. We just got to figure out what we want to do that's going to be good enough for you to watch because that's why we do it. So as far as grading Josh and grading Ken, I'm going to have to be honest. I'm going to go C- minus on creativity, effectiveness. I'm going to have to go C- minus for Dorsey. Don't like all the heat that he and Coach Leslie Frazier are taking for this loss. Um but Josh Allen, mind mechanics, moxie. Obviously, typically a high grade for all three. Mind, he seemed somewhere else. The whole team did, though. So, still a lot of mystery there. Some weird swirling rumors off the field. Hope none of that is is too true, to be honest with you. But Desperate Housewives of Orchard Park. Um, mechanics based off of his weird mind will go about a C plus on mind mechanics it was so sloppy of course Buffalo home field advantage first home playoff game not the first but first one with a full stadium and of course we get shit Buffalo weather of course, we get shit Buffalo weather against the Bungles, who are tough, who play practice outdoors for the last 50, 60, 100 years. They're used to playing in the cold, and they were not afraid, and they came to hit, and we got bitched physically. As a unit, we got bitched. All three phases, the Bengals hit. They laid the lick. They laid the lumber. They brought Super Bowl hits. And Allen, I have to be honest, that might have been one of the worst physical ass kickings I've seen Josh take thus far in his career. Mechanics, C-. Moxie, C-. We got C-minuses across the board. Not happy. Not excited. But ultimately, we're grateful here. Because as the shirts say... 
Did we win? No. We still didn't beat the Bengals. We did not win. But ultimately, if you're a Bills fan and you're really that depressed right now about this future, about this losing, you need to check yourself. Look yourself in the mirror this offseason and tell yourself, what do you do this for? Do you do this just to get wasted, to escape? Because I'll be honest, I've done that as a Bills fan. I've I've been a fan for no other reason other than just wanting to get away and get messy. But these guys are doing this for their jobs, for their livelihoods. They're working so, so hard. And if you're an athlete, you know how hard it is to just continuously go back to the drawing board if you're losing. But this team did not lose this year. There was three losses. Everybody knows the story. But if you want my take, I'm proud to be a Bills fan. Proud to be a Josh Allen fan, as always. No love lost here at Blue Mafia. There was still some grit. There was still some fight. They did not go down without a fight. And for that, I'm obviously grateful. Uh, But they did get bitched. The Bengals were impressive. The shit talk afterwards, I'm not too crazy about. But as far as Bills fans go, look yourselves in the mirror. Everybody's an expert. Everybody has access to all these analytics and statistics and hot takes. Just a message of gratitude out there for anybody. Be thankful that we have a team. Be thankful that we have a quarterback. Be thankful that we have something to do on Sundays here in Western New York. Because who knows? You never know. But question marks on the roster, obviously. You can follow me at Jer7Reg. I'm always sort of talking about sports and and the Bills. Um, This offseason is definitely going to get a little bit weird. Keep me... Keep me posted on your thoughts on what you think the Bills should do. Obviously, there's going to be some axes. There's going to be some people that got to go. But one question I'm going to ask you is, was Von Miller worth it? He still has some time to prove if he was worth it. Love the guy. Love his fight. Love his leadership. But the money that he cost, the process, this Bills process, did it not change Did it not become not the process anymore when they made this big signing? Not a process guy. Throws the balance off. Already had knee problems. You rolled the dice. You got hurt. You didn't have the finisher. You got beat. You got bitched. Was it worth it? I don't know. I'm just asking. The future, regardless, is bright. And despite the fact that we may see guys like Jordan Poyer, possibly Devin Singletary, which did not get enough opportunity, if you ask me, throughout the year, I think he's a truly, truly good back. And I think he's going to succeed somewhere, if not here. But the future is still bright. And... I still believe that this team obviously is going to be a contender every year as long as Josh Allen is here. And despite the fact that Joe Burr and this Bengals team has got a lot of confidence, they're beatable. They're not unbeatable. 
they are now just the new target. And the Chiefs have been the target for several years for this Bills team, this Bills organization, to try and get over the hump. And bottom line is, there's a new dog in town. Joe Burrow's legit. They've got confidence. They've got swagger. They've got cockiness that backs up. Obviously, I'm going to be rooting for Travis Kelsey, my boy, my favorite player this week. Um, Definitely, definitely, definitely not rooting for Joe Burrow this week. Um, Is he good? Yeah. Is he that good? Yeah. But he got hit zero times last Sunday. And in my opinion, I still think you can get to him. You can make him cry and you can break his spirit. And I hope that the Chiefs do that this weekend. So let's flip it over to the implications and talk a little bit of conference championships because the Bills season's over. We're closing the door. Let's talk some football. Let's go. Joe versus Pat. Again, Burrowhead. Mahomes' ankle. Travis Kelsey, third leading receiver in the league practically. Two outstanding players on the outside for the Bungles. Low-key, underrated asset, Hayden Hurst, tight end. He's a brolic competitor. Uh, He adds a lot of fight to that Bengals offense, but Joe Mixon ran well last week. Didn't really have to use Samarje Piran too much. Snowy track, all white. The Bengals looked hot. They looked sleek. They looked fast. They flew around. The defense was hitting. I'm not going to lie. The Mike Hilton mic'd up uh, video definitely got me jacked up as a former football player. Even though he was smacking into our own quarterback, I still found it to be inspiring because that's the way football is supposed to be played. That's the way I wanted this Bills defense to be flying around. And they just didn't. But that's why they're going home, and that's why Cincinnati moved on, flying around, playing like it's their last game, and not being afraid. And they weren't afraid of the Bills, and they're obviously not afraid of the Chiefs. And even though Patrick Mahomes has been clearly walking around with without labor, he is injured. He does have a big bullseye on that ankle and he could potentially go down again this weekend and that Bengals team is not exactly dirty but they're also not exactly not afraid to get dirty and I have a feeling they're going to be gunning for Mahomes ankle all day long trying to get him outside of the pocket the Chiefs are certainly going to try and establish that run game Isaiah Pacheco is looking pretty good he has the ability to break one Obviously, Buffalo was not able to get hardly anything going on the ground, but they didn't really try. And they were down 14 points by the time you got your first beer in the stadium, that is. But ultimately, I think that Patrick is Patrick. And as long as he is 85% of who he really is, I wouldn't want to have to go four quarters with him with this Bengals team because despite this Bengals team ability to pound hole ability to pass to the two big guys on the outside superstars 
I still don't know if they can put up 50. Um, I hope that the Chiefs start this out quick. I hope that they don't try to play Cincy's game. I hope that Andy, he has a tendency to lose big games. We talked about it versus the Golden Visor, the Bronze Visor, Doug P, Dougie P. But I don't know. I'm not sold that the Chiefs are just going to roll over with this easily. The, the, the Bengals are certainly the more momentous team. We'll pick these after. Uh, but it's going to be war. Both of these games are going to be war. I do believe the four best teams made it. I do believe that all four of these teams deserve a crack at a Lombardi trophy. Any four, I would be fine with winning. Obviously, I'm a little salty after the shit talk by Eli Apple. Want to see him lose. Kind of want to see Zach Taylor lose after he got all salty in the press conferences. And it wouldn't surprise me to see a couple of calls go Kansas City's way because of what Zach Taylor said in the press conferences. But we'll save our tin hat Tim moments. Hurts versus Purds. Purdsky. All four of these quarterbacks were outstanding competitors in college. I do find it funny that Burrow was a cast-off from Ohio State. Obviously, won at LSU. Hurts, an Alabama cast-off after taking a seat to Tua Tuggy. Moves on, becomes a passer at Oklahoma. Wins. Patrick Mahomes, air raid. Didn't get a lot of love coming out of college. Nobody thinks he can read a defense. And then obviously, Mr. Irrelevant. Brock Purdy, tiny little guy. Big, big heart, big confidence. Four, five-year starter at Iowa State in the Big 12. And he might have played in the Big 10 also. We'll have to fact check that. But... Iowa State's always impressive. They're a classy program, and a lot of these Northeastern football teams don't end up making it to the finals in college because of the SEC dominance in roster and depth. But these quarterbacks, man, a lot of them that have to play this stale, boring, pro-style offense, they learn the game at a higher level, and that's what you're seeing with Purdy. And Hertz is a guy that was a running quarterback, and... He is obviously such a weapon as a ball carrier, but because he is such a good ball carrier, because he is a student of the game, both of these guys, clearly intelligent, clearly good leaders. Hertz has almost an offensive lineman concept of the offensive line, it seems, where he knows the gaps, he knows the spacing, he knows what works. It's not only the offensive coordinator that is why you're seeing Hertz and this Eagles offense looks so fluid. It's clear that he has an understanding of what works with regards to angles, blitzes, gap responsibilities, different schemes, different coverages. They've got a great fluid thing going, and I think that's why I may have to give the edge to Philly just because of the continuity, size, speed, and ability of Jalen Hurts. He doesn't have a whole lot of experience, but he's got more experience than Purdy. And Purdy's played in one raucous away situation so far. He hasn't had to come back other than a, a sort of a weak sauce late 
regular season game. But I still think the Purds is in for it. I still don't know if this Cinderella story is a true, true Tom Brady Cinderella, Kurt Warner Cinderella. Would not be surprised, though, if Purdy comes out on top because obviously San Fran is sexy. They have all the talent they need to win a soupy. The defense flying around. It would probably be an upset to many if Philly does come out on top. But let's pick them. Heart versus head. My heart is obviously rooting for the Chiefs. And my heart is obviously rooting for Nick Sirianni and the Eagles. My head tells me that the Bengals are tougher. Pat is injured. San Fran's more experienced. Shanahan's been here before. Shanahan's dad was a coach. But guess what? Sirianni's dad was a coach too. Fuck, these are tough. Probably won't put any money on these. Couple of coin tosses, coach. <sighs> I think I got to go Bengals because of the Patrick Mahomes injury. I need to see them lose, but I think they might win. And then Philly at home, West Coast team, rookie quarterback. Does the Philly offense get out hot, thus causing the, the Philly crowd to get behind them? Or do they start stale? And if things go wrong, does this Philly crowd just completely fall apart in the second, third quarter, thus causing the Eagles team to lose all mojo. I could totally, totally see that. But I could also see an Eagles blowout if they get up early. Because how is Purdy going to come back if the Eagles get up two or three scores? I think I gotta go 49ers. So there it is. I want the Eagles. I want the Chiefs, even though I never root for the Chiefs. But I definitely don't want Burrow in there. Somebody's gotta humble this little bitch. Somebody's gotta humble Brock Purdy, even though he seems like a really good person. (laughs) Let's see it. We got it. Enjoy your Sunday. You heard it here first. Bengals 49ers final. Let me know in the comments what you want to see this offseason. And I appreciate everybody listening as always. And love you. Stay strong. Go Bills forever. Let's go.